0: Hello again, it's On Mike with Jordan Rich, a podcast celebrating the art and joy of conversation with creative people, and it's always a treat to sit down and get to know people who are real innovators, and today's guest is just that. He and his team are on the cutting edge of flash and fun, and I would say the dawn of a new marketing generation. Today, you're about to meet and hear from Stephen Bach, founder and chairman of a company called Swapons. It's a magical, patented technology that lets you change your look as often as you change your mood. Basically, it's a -a one-of-a-kind system giving folks a virtually endless supply of high-resolution and durable images, and they're called swaps, and you can exchange one for another at your pleasure. Swaps firmly adhere to the swap-on's surface without any stickiness. We'll certainly talk about the product, the ideas that started it all, and the challenge of succeeding in a very fast-paced marketplace today. So let's meet this innovator, Stephen Bach, and welcome him as we go on mic. Well, as we kick things off, uh, let me hold up to camera three, my version of (laughs) swap-ons. I've got something on my phone that's very special to me, Stephen, and I was one of the first to get it. Want to describe what I'm holding up?
1: Yeah, you just want to show off your beautiful wife is all you want to really want to do there. Well, that that uh, goes
0: without saying, but in what format am I showing off my beautiful wife?
1: Well, you are showing off from one of our patented Infinite Swap products, uh, phone case, where we uh, have invented technology we call Infinite Swap that has multiple patents where you can change your images on everyday products such as phone cases. Very cool invention, no adhesive, no stickiness. And as you know, since you've had your case for a long time, the print quality is tremendous and doesn't degrade. Doesn't so
0: degrade, uh, and and I've got to give you credit for the, the adhesive quality that you came up with. That is truly a remarkable piece of business.
1: <laughs> yeah, people refer to it as magical because when uh, you show them the case and you pull the swap off to show them how it works, and they touch it, and there's absolutely no stickiness, people say, "Wow, how does that how does that work?" And uh, it's uh, it's it's basically the uh, well, I'd have to kill you if i told you but it's I basically the yeah. I, the way the materials work together and um we have a lot of experience working with materials and quote-unquote adhesives to make the product work
0: well we're going to talk about the the backdrop to this whole thing and how a project like this gets underway it's very uh, ingenious and very creative. But before we do that, why don't I have you explain other features of swap-ons? As I just alluded in the intro, there's a lot going on and it has a lot of potential. So let's talk about, besides the phone swaps, let's talk about some of the other uh, options.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Jordan. First of all, thanks very much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, So when you think about swap-ons, we are focused on the disruption of two very powerful consumer trends. Uh, One, how we all personalize consumer products. And for that, we uh, bring in our infinite swap technology. And then secondly, how we interact and engage uh, engage with brands through digital technology and augmented reality. And what we've done is combined both of those, uh, both of those technologies into our products, where not only can we uh, create images such as the one you showed of you and, and your wife, but also on the back of the swaps, which are easy to take off of our products, including our phone cases, mm-hmm. you can simply scan a QR code, which has become very commonplace these days, and we can link to changeable digital content. So it could be if it's a sports team, it could be the clips from a game, if it's a brand, it could be to special promotions or advertising, but there's really no limit to what you can do. And it's uh, really in the simplest form, a way of bringing the digital world into the physical world through everyday consumer products.
0: That's a great way to that, describe it, Stephen, bringing the digital world into the physical world. It's almost science fiction to uh, to some of us, although this idea has been around and you've been working on it for a while. When did this concept uh, get started for you and your team?
1: Well, it's been an adventure over a good five or six year, year period of time. Uh, initially, we invented and patented the infinite swap technology. And that was a process to go through the patent office and uh, worked very well. We have uh, secured four patents on the product that are issued. And it not only covers phone cases, which we started with for the simple reason that everyone has at least one smartphone, uh, but we also can extend it to headwear, drink wear, accessories, uh, that could go on containers or backpacks and other products as well. So it's a very versatile technology, and every product we apply the technology to has certain unique twists to it. So the product development is also a key mm. part of what we what
0: we do. Could we double back and talk about patents for a second? Because most people hear that and they they kind of know what it is, but I don't need to get into the weeds with you. But the process is painstaking, costly. And it ain't easy. Would you like to comment on that?
1: Uh, Check, check, check on all of those. Uh, So as you know, Jordan, I'm a lawyer. And I will say one, uh, with all due respect for my fellow patent lawyers, talking to patent lawyers is, I I like to refer to it as brain damage to really go through it because it's a a very intricate uh, process to go through with the patent office in terms of the claims you make and making sure you distinguish them from what they call prior art. But then there's also the challenge of how do you expand it out if if you want to be a global company, which we are, how do you expand it outside of the U.S., which has a whole other set of rules attached to it if you want to be in Europe or Asia or other countries. So there's a, there's a strategy. It is very expensive. It takes a long time to go through the patent office, which is part of the development process. But yeah. the good news is once you've achieved patents, you uh, built yourself protection from competition to some right. extent.
0: But it's it's a hard fought and well-earned battle I'm congratulating you because I know just a few other individuals and companies who've done it and it's really a, a chore, but it's well worth it. One of the things that we thought we'd talk about besides the, the incredible marketing value that this brings, and we will get there, is just how much grit and determination it takes to pull it off. And I I first talked to you at least three or four years ago, I think. You have not given up. You're still here, obviously, and uh, starting to really see results. But for the entrepreneurs out there who are listening and uh, are scratching their heads saying, why am I doing this? Why do you do this? (laughs) Why did you do this? And why are you continuing?
1: Well, it's a a, a great question because a lot of entrepreneurs start very early in their career It's one of the first things they do when they're unencumbered by a lot of family obligations and children and the like. I I started it after retiring from my corporate career for about 12 minutes and then it's just um, got got lured in just by the appeal of building something from scratch that that's really the appeal. And it takes, you know, leaving aside a number of, of things that make a new venture, an entrepreneurial venture a success, one of the characteristics you have to have as a founder or a co-founder is just an incredible amount of persistence and grit, which is a good, a good word, because it never really goes in a straight line. So you just have to keep, uh, if you think of it, uh, I don't know if uh, bobblehead is the right thing, you just have to keep going. So you get knocked <laughs> down and... Uh, you get up again, and uh, if one thing doesn't work, you pivot to something else. And that ties a little bit into other elements, such as your fundraising strategy, because you have to have the capital to execute, but you also have the right have to have the right kind of capital partners who will give you the room and space to um, execute on your vision, but also give you time to make the mistakes you're ine- inevitably going to make and move forward from there.
0: Let me ask you about the the future look at when you started this at where we are in terms of the marketing and, and the advertising and branding that was changing at a rapid clip. It's still changing. It's still evolving. W- who did you sit down with to get some insight into what was happening?
1: Well, it was mostly my partner, Patrick and me. And, and Patrick, uh, candidly, is the creative genius in the business. So he he, uh, if you give him enough time, he'll, he'll just come up with some completely off the charts idea in terms of developing products and new technologies so we when we looked around and we looked at the consumer products world the one word that came to mind that we thought about was boring that if you look at a lot of consumer products even customized consumer products they're not very exciting and it's one image one product so if you have a phone case you can put a customized image on it if you want it but if you want a different image, you have to get a different case. What we do is we enable you to change the images on the same case, and really plays into the whole collectible theme. So, uh, in a long-winded way, what I'm saying is we had this vision of reimagining is the word we like to use consumer products, and we started with the phone cases, now expanding into headwear and drinkware to make them more engaging, to make them more fun and make them more versatile. So you don't have to buy five phone cases if you want to change your look. You can just use one. Same with drinkware and headwear, where you can change the look and feel of it through our process. One of the challenges, I'll just digress for a second, of the business has been explaining the product. You, when you have it in hand, as you do, and you can play with it and see how it works, you'll understand it. So we've had to take great pains on our website at at swapons.com to put video and animation on the site to help customers connect, our consumers Mm. connect with what we do and understand what we do. But we find in our marketing, our best marketing is putting product in people's hands.
0: No, absolutely. And uh, we'll talk about augmented reality and how that plays into this. But and I have not switched out the photograph because I'm, I'm old school. I like the photograph. I'm going to keep it. But I, in just in unscientific surveys that I take walking down, say, a busy thoroughfare in downtown Boston, every phone I see is decorative in some way, shape, or form. I hope it's with swap-ons and continues to be. But kids, young people, women particularly, are just – everything revolves around the phone. It's, it's the perfect place to put your, your imagery.
1: Well, we, we there was an article early on written about us, where in, in uh, uh, Forbes Online, where the uh, the uh, journalist said the best advertising space is hiding in plain sight because everyone's holding up their phone yeah. screen and looking at it, right. and everyone's looking at the back and seeing how you decorate your phone. But to your to your point on what you see in the streets, uh, one thing young people also like to do is change is change the images. So if you have the phone case and you've spent 20 or 30 or $40 on it and you grow tired of it, you have to either spend another 20 or 30 or $40 to get a new case or with swap-ons, this is part of our business model, you can buy additional what we call swaps very inexpensively yeah. and you can customize your collection.
0: Well, that's the thing about these, that you can put a picture of your dog in a, you know, in a favorite pose in your living room or you can have some major sports team logo and, and sort of coordinate that. So let's talk about how it works for a marketing company like a sports team. And you have some professional teams involved. What, what, first of all, what's the benefit-cost analysis to them? And, uh, and how does it roll out for somebody like, uh, like a sports team? Where, where do they place these images?
1: Well, the the uh, from a distribution point of view, uh, and some of this ties into our um, financial model because it's 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 more capital efficient to work with an existing brand. They have a built-in audience that you can tap into through yeah. social media and by uh, working with a team or a club. Um, the benefit for them is offering their fans something different um, instead of the same old customized merchandise that fans might buy. Now they have something different and the teams can offer different looks on that product. So it's, 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 it's a, from a consumer point of view, it's very efficient. So for a club, you can do home and away uniforms. You can do player images. You can really have some fun with, with your fans.
0: And the interactive nature of it, uh, promos and contests and things like that, And that's where the AR comes in. Explain augmented reality for those who are not familiar with it, Stephen.
1: So augmented reality, so our platform just uh, is a digital content platform. So it could be augmented reality, but it's other forms of digital content as simple as linking to a website, to video, to augmented reality. Augmented reality in its simplest form is computer generated imagery in your environment. As distinguished from virtual reality, where you put on a headset and you're in a completely virtual world. So in your studio, for example, if you scan the QR code and Santa Claus popped up on your desk and started dancing, that's augmented reality because you're bringing it into your environment. So we we started working with this technology about three or four years ago when Mm -hmm. it was not quite as, certainly not as prominent as it is today. And we were very enamored by the technology as it evolved, it's expensive technology to build. We built out our platform so we can have less expensive content featured as well, depending on the particular application or customer we're working with. So we can make the content accessible to all consumers, even if it's not a big brand that we're working with.
0: And that, Stephen, speaks to the question of success and failure and uh, going back to the old drawing board. Nothing's changed except the stuff we're working with. If, If it were Thomas Edison, he'd have a drawing board, an actual drawing board, and he'd rip up paper and throw it away. In your case, you develop these concepts, and some of them fly and some of them don't. And that's, I guess, part of the nature of the game. You have to be ready to take those hits.
1: Yeah, and and it's interesting because we've gotten comments from senior executives of big companies that said, what we do is, uh, they think it's fantastic, but it's also surprisingly simple and why didn't someone think of this before? But it's hard to execute. I mean, people work with stickers that you put on your computer mm-hmm. and things and you pull it off and it's gluey and it's messy. So it was really our mission to develop products that are elegant in that in that sense, that people will enjoy having and doesn't leave you with this bad feeling afterwards because it's it's a messy or it's not a high quality product or the print isn't isn't great. But to, to your point on, if I can digress for a second, sure. one cool idea for all the um, sports teams owners listening is, so imagine you give away a little accessory, you know, the phone wallets we produce in the arena. And during the halftime of the game, whether it's a basketball game or between periods of a hockey game, the QR codes that we link, there's 10 of them that have what we will refer to as a golden ticket. So 10 people who have those particular items win a free ticket to a game. Mm. So it's a way of engaging your fans and giving away prizes. And then they walk away with a branded product and then you can change that content over time. So you can run contests down the road, uh, as well. So the there's, a ton of creative marketing applications for the product. That That's really the part of the magic of it.
0: I'm chuckling because as a radio guy, the way to win is to call and be the sixth caller at a particular time. You're holding a phone. Normally you'd use it to make a phone call, but no, you're using it to connect digitally and win a prize. I love that. Such a brilliant concept. And, uh, and it's, you know, you mentioned QR codes. Now with the post-pandemic period and restaurants, most of us are now used to just flashing our phone over the QR code for the menu. That's commonplace, so it makes it makes sense. Talk about some of your other clients because uh, or types of clients because I know you want to expand and you're doing it and you're doing a lot of push, so who's out there that's interested right now?
1: Well, we're working in, in different markets. So we're working in uh, sports uh, and, and largely with uh, European football clubs because of some great connections we had into them. Uh, We're working, starting to work with some young music artists, and the appeal there is they can link their new songs to the back of the swaps. So not only will someone have an image of an artist that they follow on social media and really like, but they can also just pull off the swap, scan it, and the song will come up without having to go to YouTube and look for it. Um, Entertainment. uh, We have a client we're working with who's a, a movie producer. Uh, we uh, created some swaps for her, and the back linked to movie trailers of the film. Uh, so, there's music, sports, entertainment. We're working in the gaming industry mm. with uh, six major games, including World of Warcraft, which is a, right. a Blizzard game. And then there's just the whole personalization for the Jordan Riches of the world, where you want to go in and just put your wife or your pet on your phone case. Um, so we are in the process of redoing that software that enables you to personalize your product. What we had before was was very Photoshop rich. And mm. It was very rich with features, which made it difficult for the everyday person to use. So we pulled it off to simplify it. So you just yeah. have to take your photos, your Instagram photos, upload it, size it, and you can get your own personalized swaps. And that'll come on board in the next uh, Month or two
0: Well, you mentioned your partner, pa, uh, Patrick, who's the the brainiac, and he, thank God Patrick's there because things are happening so quickly the technology is is changing and you have a growing and exciting company, but you have to change with the technology, I guess Stephen
1: you, you really do and 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 it's a great point because augmented reality is a perfect example of that because a lot of that works. our augmented reality is web-based. If you work through Apple or Google, you have to play by their rules mm. and they're changing their platform and their um, technology so much that you can create something and all of a sudden it doesn't work because something got changed in iOS or in the operating system. By doing that on a web basis, you control it much more. There are certain limitations because you don't have the power of the the phone behind you, but it, it works super well for most applications.
0: Well, it's interesting is that you're dealing with both the digital magic that is out there and you're dealing with a hard good. You're dealing with an actual thing you can hold in your hands, whether it be a water bottle, a baseball cap, or in this case, the phone. So uh, you got to have a long range, good feeling about this, that uh, it's going to be here for a long time to come. We're not shedding these phones anytime soon.
1: Right. And um, it's exactly right. But it's also why we're expanding into other products as well. So we're not reliant on Uh, a single product. Yeah. Um, but that's exactly right. And, and it's also why the patent protection we have is broad enough that it covers, it covers a whole range of products, but there is a lot to keep up with. Technology is changing, but people will always have products. They'll always be wearing caps. They'll always be, have water bottles. They'll always, um, have smartphones until everyone has AR glasses, I guess, at some point (laughs) down the road. But There'll always be physical yeah. products. And one thing we feel is the world has become so digital, everything is inside your phone. Why not combine the physical with with the digital and just mm-hmm. make the product itself, the physical hard good, a platform to, um, to feature the digital side and the digital content?
0: You uh, mentioned to me that there are several facets to being successful, to staying in there, not giving up coming up with alternate ideas. What role does luck play in a, in a situation like this? I know it, it plays a lot in my life. Where does it play in Stephen Bach's life?
1: Uh, You need, you need luck. Um, You need that inflection point or that magical moment for the business to really um, take off. So luck always, always helps. And the way I think about it is you make your own luck. A good friend of mine, um, said to me, uh, he thinks about it in terms of playing in traffic. If you're going to play in traffic, you're going to get hit. So part of it is making sure you're out there doing a lot of things, and sooner or later, it will it will be there for you. Uh, but it's not, um, it's not for the faint of heart, so to speak, to mm. do startup and entrepreneurial ventures. You really have to get in there, roll up your sleeves. You don't have uh, – and coming out of the corporate world, you don't have a lot of people around you right. to – to take care of things you know my I, I tease my daughter because she's uh, a, a burgeoning lawyer with a secretary and I, was, I always ask if I can borrow her secretary to <laughs> do this, some of the stuff I have to do so it's yeah. it's a little strange when uh, you, you, you talk to your kid and they have all the support help but you're doing it on your own but
0: that's, yeah and that's and I nature. wonder uh, sometimes uh, you know when you go through life changes and you come up with new ideas and start new ventures, Sometimes you think, did I really do all that corporate law work for all those years? You know, it's sometimes difficult to, to separate the two, but you look like you're having a blast. I mean, you look like you're having a lot of fun with this.
1: Well, I haven't. Uh, I am. Uh, it's it's stressful to be sure, um, but it is fun. It is challenging, and, and it's um, extremely rewarding. I will correct you to say I haven't practiced law in about 30 years, so... Um, I've been doing um, came out of corporate stuff, but uh, I'll give you a good quote that I, I read the other day. That uh, I think describes a little bit how I think about this. And, and the quote goes: "It is easy to go nowhere. It requires no risk except that of being left behind. To run ahead is a supreme test." Mm. And that's really a lot. A lot of what it's what it's about. If you're yeah. in the corporate world, you can just sort of get lost do very little and and not rock the boat and have a successful corporate career but sticking your neck out there and taking the risk it's higher risk and higher reward and very satisfying if you succeed and if if you don't um you keep at it because most people will say good, all good entrepreneurs have failed along the line somewhere which which I believe because you learn yeah. you yeah. learn from those failures sure.
0: well we are uh, certainly wishing you the best it's called swap ons it's taking Form All over the country and all over the world. And I know it's a building process, but more and more people will be hearing about it. S-W-A-P-O-N-Z. And by the way, I got to tell you the the website will really keep people active and involved. And it's really sparkly and bright and colorful and uh, and very informative. So congratulations on that.
1: Thanks. Thanks, Jordan. Really appreciate the uh, the
0: time. Well, Stephen Bach is the chairman and founder of something we call Swap Ons. Let's not forget Patrick, name we've mentioned a couple of times. His ears must be ringing, but some smart people behind a smart idea. I wish you the very best, and uh, hopefully when we talk again, you'll have that secretary.
1: <laughs> That's a good goal. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jordan.
0: Stephen Bach, founder and chairman of Swap Ons. A pretty cool concept, you'll be hearing a lot more about it in the future I'm sure. Many thanks to those who helped produce the podcast, to my publisher and great friend, Dan Tebow of Fast Twitch Media, to my first officer aboard the Enterprise, Ken Carberry here at Chart Productions, and as always, to you guys for subscribing and downloading, rating and reviewing the podcast. Appreciate it so much, and we've got some great shows lined up in the very near future. You can always check out jordanrich.com for much more about me, my various activities in radio, my book on air, my 50-year love affair with radio, voiceover, and a whole lot more. Till next time, this is JR saying, as always, be well so you can do good. Take care.